nothing wrong. There's nothing evil. There's nothing sinful about God. He is three times holy. And I hope that we can join in with the angels in our hearts even right now and say, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Welcome to In Grace. Today, we are starting a new mini-series, and it's called, What Does the Bible Say About Angels and Demons? Now, I like talking about angels. I don't necessarily like talking about demons, but they're real and we need to discuss it. We need to talk about it. We need to make sure we are protected. But today and tomorrow, we're gonna talk about angels. And I'm gonna give you seven things that I found in the Bible that will help us understand angels, who they are, what they do, what what is their role? Why did God create them? And then the next two, which will be on Monday and Tuesday, we're gonna talk about demons and uh, all those same things, but about demons. So I hope that you're gonna be blessed as we hear more about these spiritual beings that God has created and why he created them. We do have this series, Angels and Demons, available for you. It's a three-part audio series. You can get that when you go to our website, ingraceradio.com. Also on Wednesdays, don't forget that In Grace television is on the air on TBN in the evening. So we'd love for you to watch us on In Grace. We have our Exodus Found Part 4 coming up tonight. And you can find us anytime on YouTube. Just search for In Grace. And don't forget to subscribe to our In Grace YouTube channel and get alerts. Let me also remind you that we have our series on Exodus Found. I'll tell you more about it at the end. But if you'd like to get the map of the Exodus, I went and retraced the Exodus and I created a map and it'll show you what... I think actually happened as the Bible describes, and we took this journey. On the front of this four-color pamphlet is a map with the route and the crossing point of the Red Sea and where Mount Sinai is. And on the back are all the facts and figures, the archeology span and the scripture references. This is my gift to you just to say thank you for listening. Contact us today, 1-800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. It's one of those kind of scary topics in some ways. Maybe not angels. I don't think any of you are, are spooked or scared by the concept of these spirit beings that are good, that are holy, that are righteous, and that are hopefully helping us, protecting us. But certainly we would be very spooked at the concept of these same angelic beings that are evil, that have fallen, and that are nefarious. And so what we're gonna do today and next time is we're gonna talk about this cosmic battle of the unseen world. And I, and I do believe and 100% that these things exist. And I'm gonna explain why. I mean, number one, it's because <laughs> it's what this says. I mean, it's, it's very clear that there are angels and there are demons from Scripture, okay? I'll just tell you this, I've never physically seen an angel or a demon other than my wife, uh, the angel, the angel, of course. <laughs> I gotta be very clear on how I speak. But uh, I didn't mention my mother-in-law, did I? <laughs> She's another angel. 
and I'm gonna have to uh, go somewhere else for lunch today. <laughs> but think about this. Think about the fact that the Bible clearly tells us about angels and demons. And so we're gonna discuss that and, and find out what it has to say and also learn how it impacts us. And today we're gonna talk about angels. And so, you know, this will be definitely the lighter of the two messages. Uh, but we need to know probably more about the demons than we do about the angels. If the angels are helpful and uh, used of God in great ways uh, for our good, uh, that's wonderful. We need to know about it. We need to think about it. But we really need to know is what can demons do? How will they affect us? Uh, how have they affected the world? Where are they? What are they doing? So that one, if you're going to miss one, this is the one to miss, okay? I remember reading a story about a man walking down the street with a penguin following him. Just the strangest thing. And there was a security guard that saw all of this, went up to the man and said, sir, do you know you have a penguin following you? He said, yeah. He said, well, you go right back to the zoo. So the man, okay, went back to the zoo and uh, after like 30, 40 minutes, the security guard saw the man walking down the street and the penguin was walking right behind him again. He said, I thought you went back to the zoo with the penguin. He said, I did. He loved it. Now we're going to the library. <laughs> Have you ever thought of the fact that there may be angels following you around? You know, one of the things we're going to talk about are guardian angels. And I just believe that there are guardian angels. We don't find that word, the term in the Bible, but I certainly think we can find the concept. And as I have lived with many of you growing up, I think that we don't just have one guardian angel. Some of you have dozens of guardian angels or you wouldn't be here. But we're going to talk about this. And the first question we're going to ask and answer is what are angels and where are they? Where do they live? So as I think through these things, I think about Colossians 1, where it clearly tells us in verse 16, for by him were all things created. Now, would that include, if there are angels, wouldn't that include angels? That by him, which we know this is actually Jesus, the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, the Son is the creator and by him were all things created. Now, you say, well, how do we know then that would include angels? Well, look at the next words. That are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. There are things that exist that you cannot see. I mean, there's a lot of things that exist that you cannot see. One, most of the time, you can't see electricity. Every now and then you can when a lightning bolt comes out of the sky and it nearly takes you out. Guardian angels, right? Uh, think about it. There's lots of things in this world. You can't see gravity, but certainly if I jumped off this stage, I don't know that angels would catch me. And uh, certainly I would believe in gravity after I jumped off the stage. And so there are many things that God created that exist that we cannot see. I mean, it's nice to be able to see Things And we know there are real things in life, but there are also things that are created that are invisible, that we know exist, but we cannot see. And then it says, whether they be thrones. So in this sense, we're going to really look at this 
next time, it's connecting here invisible things with thrones. So you have visible and invisible. A throne is a seat of power. In this country, we would call it the Oval Office. The seat of power in our country is the president. Of course, we've divided the power. We tried to with three equal uh, branches of government that all are checking and balancing the other out. But still, the seat of power is the, the chair at the Oval Office. But, you know, in many cultures and countries, uh, past and even present, there was an actual throne. And so we have a visible throne, but we also have an invisible entity that's trying to influence that king, that president. And again, next time, we're going to really look at that. And I believe that 100% there are demonic activity influencing governments and leaders in this world. I think there's no other way to explain the evil and the debauchery that is going on in this world where we're telling little children that if they feel like a different gender, they can go have some sort of medication or, or surgery. This is crazy. This can only be explained by demons, I think, that we would actually be promoting these types of things in our world. But this is it, visible, invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him, this is Jesus, and for him. You say, well, wait a second, and why would God create demons? Well, again, you're going to have to wait for that next time. But angels from this and these other verses, we know that angels are spirit beings. God created them. They occupy the heavenly spheres. Now, they don't just occupy heaven. Uh, good angels, what we're talking about today, unfallen angels, holy angels, righteous angels, that is where they generally live, but they are not confined to that. If you were to look at their driver's license, uh, pilot's license, I thought that was funnier than you did, uh, you would see their home address would be heaven, but God will give them assignments, and many of those assignments are right here. All right, so they occupy these heavenly spheres. Uh, look at Mark 13 in verse 32. We're told about the return of Jesus to this earth, but that day and the hour knows no man, not even the angels that are in heaven. So we get the idea that angels, generally speaking, live in heaven. They're created by God. They generally live where he is, which is in heaven right now. And we also find that there are different types of angels in the Bible. In Revelation, when we read Revelation 4, we look at this throne room scene of heaven. We get a glimpse by John, who wrote the book of Revelation, the revelation of Jesus Christ. What we can't see, but we know exists, is heaven. And in heaven, there's a throne, and on the throne is God the Father. And around the throne, there are these four angelic beings. The translation that I used, because it has the best manuscript evidence and the best accuracy is the King James. The King James says that these are beasts. Now, when we hear beast, we're usually thinking of like, you know, kind of scary, a beast. But I would look at these as living creatures, worshipful creatures, or cherubs or the plural of cherubim, okay? And, and let's read the verse about these four worshipful angelic creatures, these cherubim, that are around the throne of God. It says in Revelation 4, 6, 
And before the throne, there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts, these four living creatures, these angelic creatures, full of eyes before and behind. The first beast was like a lion. It had features like the lion. The second, like a calf. The third had the face of a man. And the fourth, like a flying eagle. And someone has noted that those four angelic beings represent the four created uh, spheres on day six. You have the lion, who's the one that would be in control of the plains. Uh, You have here the eagle that would be the most majestic creature in the skies. Uh, We know that you have the calf, the creature that's most prevalent in the grazing areas. And then you have man who is not equated with those other creatures, but certainly uh, the most important creature of God in all of day six creation. So you have these tie into God's creation of this planet. And the four beasts in verse eight, each had six wings. The angels have wings, or at least we imagine them to, right? Well, here they do. They have six wings. We're going to find in a different passage in the Old Testament, a very similar descriptive of these angelic beings, these cherubim that have six wings, and we're going to read why six wings, but we'll save that for a little bit. So they had six wings about him. They were full of eyes within, and they rest day or night. So I get from this at least the cherub angels, that category of angel, And some people have looked at like a hierarchy of angels. I'm not sure if there's a hierarchy, but certainly God has created certain spirit beings for certain purposes. These were created for continual worship. They don't rest day or night. I think angels don't have the need to sleep. Okay, And they say, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Embark on a journey to explore the inspiring story of the Exodus within grace. Call now for your free Exodus map, 800-78-GRACE. This map depicts the route of the Israelites during their escape from Egypt. When you give $35 or more, you'll receive the Exodus map and our brand new video series, Exodus Found, where Jim Scudder Jr. retraces the Exodus in Egypt and Saudi Arabia diving into the Red Sea to uncover evidence of the miraculous crossing. For those giving $250 or more, you will get the complete Exodus package, the map, the video series, and a beautiful, exclusive 16 by 20 canvas print showcasing the miraculous Red Sea crossing. And from now until the end of the year, a generous donor will be doubling all gifts. To get these limited time exclusive materials, call 800-78-GRACE or visit ingraceradio.com or write to Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. So look in Isaiah 6. It says in the second part of verse 1, I saw unto the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up. Now this is sounding very similar, isn't it, to what we just read in Revelation. His train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims the plural of seraph. Each one had six wings, okay? We remember that. That was in Revelation. With twain, or two, he covered his face. With twain, he covered his feet. And with two, twain, he used them to fly. Isn't that interesting? 
And one cried unto the other and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Angels proclaiming the holiness of God. Is God holy? Absolutely. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing evil. There's nothing sinful about God. He is three times holy. And I hope that we can join in with the angels in our hearts even right now and say, holy, 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 Lord God almighty. That wonderful, wonderful thought of these angelic beings bringing praise to God continually. And then we find another type of angel in the Bible, and this is called the archangel. Ark just simply means the first or the leader of, and we actually get a name. We don't get very many names in the Bible for angels. We only get three names. Two are unfallen or holy angels, and one of them is right here. This is Michael, the archangel. Now, is an archangel just an angel assigned by God to lead the angels, or does this angel have you know, not just leadership ability or leadership assignment, but does this angel and the angels that he leads, do they have uh, war capabilities? Do they have different attributes that God created them with so that they could uh, go to war against those forces of evil and to protect those that belong to God? And we find that the archangel, especially Michael the archangel, had this ability to fight against the evil of the world. We find it in Daniel. We also find it in Revelation. So Daniel, we know that that already happened. There was a galactic war that was happening between Michael, the archangel, and his forces of good angels against these demon angels. And it took a long time for the message from God to get to Daniel. We also know in Revelation 12, verse 7, it says there's war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. That's in the future. That's in the tribulation period. And the dragon fought and his angels. So we have this, this archangel and the idea of an angel that can fight. Maybe an angel equipped with offensive and defensive weaponry and skill and ability. Michael, the archangel, the leader. How many of you are named Michael? All right, be very afraid of Michael. It's a wonderful thing to know that God has created these angelic beings for protection and for our good. He's described as an angelic prince which means he's a leader of angels. And then we have another angel or a type of angel, and that is an announcing angel. Now we have a name for an announcing angel. The name is, do you know? Gabriel. Gabriel. We have a Gabriel on staff, and I love when he uses the full name. Sometimes he'll say, I'm Gabe. In Israel, one time, uh, people we were filming and working with, they really couldn't understand Gabe because it just sounded like, uh, something else, and they weren't getting Finally, he says, I am Gabriel. And he kind of said it. He's got a great voice. I am Gabriel. And they totally got it then. So Gabriel was an announcing angel. He brought the message to Daniel in the Old Testament from God, but we also know that Gabriel brought a message to a, a young woman who lived in Nazareth that she was going to be the mother of the Messiah. We also read an announcing angel came to Joseph. It doesn't say it was Gabriel, but my guess it was Gabriel. And also giving him the announcement to not be afraid that this one that is in her is not of a man. You don't have to fear that she has been unfaithful. And he listened to that angel. And that same angel, Gabriel, the Bible tells us, went to Zacharias and told him 
that he would be the father of John the Baptist, who would be the forerunner of the Messiah. So Gabriel is the one that was bringing messages in Luke one twenty six. It tells us about Gabriel bringing this message to Mary. The sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into the city of Galilee named Nazareth. And what a wonderful thing that would be to have an angel come and appear and, and speak to you. Wonderful, but yet scary, right? Like something that doesn't happen every day. Again, I've never heard audibly or seen an angel, but I believe in them. I really believe that there are angels around us. Can't see them, but we know they're here. Now, what do angels look like? Well, Daniel described Gabriel as a man, so we know that they can at least appear in various forms, but at least they can appear as a man, and they can physically do things like us. Look at John 20, verse 12, when Mary Magdalene went to the tomb, she saw two angels in white sitting. So humans are kind of unique in that we sit, and she saw these two angels sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet of where Jesus' body had laid. Okay, So these angels can have at least the appearance of physical properties. My guess is they generally do look human when they do appear, but I think they can appear in different manifestations, different brightnesses. Sometimes all the people can see angels, but sometimes it's just uh, God gives certain people certain ability to see them. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But we have Gabriel, the announcing angel, that has made these appearances, and Daniel described him as looking like a man. We also know that there are not just announcing angels, but declaring angels, because in Revelation 5.2, John said, I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book, and to loose the seals thereof. Who is worthy? Of course, we know that they would find one and only one, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. Jesus could open up the seals of the prophecies. We're going to learn a lot more about angels tomorrow. Today we learned one thing about angels. Uh, what are they and where do they live? Of course, that's a big topic, and that's why we spent so much time on that today. But tomorrow I'm going to tell you how many angels there are. Do we have guardian angels? Can we see angels? Things like that. And so I think you'll definitely want to tune in tomorrow. Also, don't forget tonight to tune in to TBN. We have our In Grace television program, Exodus Found. And uh, you'll want to watch our adventure tonight or anytime on YouTube, watch In Grace, Exodus Found. Now, you can get the full-length four-part video series that's a lot longer than anything you'll see on TBN or YouTube. Our Exodus Found, Search for Mount Sinai, Crossing the Red Sea. We actually didn't cross it, but we did dive into the Red Sea a number of times looking for chariot wheels and evidence of Pharaoh's army. This is an epic adventure. I would love for you to get it. When you make a gift of $35 or more, I'll send you the four-part video series either by DVD or digital download. Now, when you get the DVD, you're also going to get a map, Exodus Found. On the one side is a map. The other side are all the references in the Bible and the archaeology of the Exodus. Exodus. If you just want the map, that's absolutely free. Just contact us, call us, or go to our website or write us, and I'd love to send you the map. But I'd also like to send you the video series for your gift of $35 or more. You'll get the video series and the map. Now, 
as we are getting near the end of the year, we need to make sure we end in the black. Some of you want to do a bigger gift to Ingrace, and I appreciate that. If you give a gift of $250 or more, right now we have a matching gift challenge going on and your gift will be doubled. So if you can give $250 or more, your gift will be doubled to 500 and I'm gonna send you not only the map and the video series, but an incredible canvas print of Moses parting the Red Sea. This is original artwork from us here at Ingrace. It is beautiful. I would love to send these great resources to remind you of the power of God today. Call now for your free Exodus map, 800-78-GRACE. When you give $35 or more, you'll receive the Exodus map and the video series, Exodus Found. For gifts of $250 or more, you will also receive a beautiful, exclusive 16 by 20 canvas print showcasing the miraculous Red Sea crossing. Also, a generous donor is matching all gifts until the new year. Call 800-78-GRACE. Visit ingraceradio.com or write to Ingrace, P.O. Box 9. Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio. Radio.